Hey, I'm Monique. And I'm Sierra. And you're listening to Hoochin' and Hollerin', a podcast where we do our favorite things, drink, and talk. This week we're discussing Midnight Sun chapters 21 through 23. Um, we do need to let you guys know that there will be spoilers. So if you have not read Midnight Sun, please do not sit here and listen to us go on about it. Um, and there also will be swearing. There's, um, I feel like in this episode, I there's a lot of spoilers. I feel like I did a lot of spoiling, but I can't remember because I was drunk when I was writing. Well, spoiling for Midnight Sun and spoiling for Twilight I mean, that came like, out in two thousand and eight. I mean, like I'm writing, I'm writing. I like mentioned like Breaking Dawn. I think in this, okay, if I remember. So, but if you haven't read it yet, that's your fault. <laughs> and if you have not seen all the Twilight movies, and the last one came out what 2012, 13? right? It's twenty twenty one. We don't feel bad for you at this no, point. No, we waited long enough. Get with it. Read the books. So when our Game of Thrones content comes out, <laughs> don't even ask us because it's been out. Okay. So in this week's episode, Billy tries to bully Bella into breaking up with her boyfriend. Wow. Hmm. Presumptuous. Um, Bro, but man. To no avail. Luckily, Edward gets formally introduced to Chief Swan and convinces uncoordinated ass Bella. Mm. To go watch his family play baseball, which Charlie and him find hilarious. <laughs> Things go horribly wrong when three nomads crash their game, and one of them, James, mm-hmm. gets a little too interested in our girl Bella. Um, she now finds herself on the run, and also missing her vampire sweetheart. Aww. Tough bit of chapters for yeah. Bella for sure. And this sucks because they were, it was going so well. We'll talk, we can talk about this at the end. Yeah. But the timeline of events, their relationship was so tumultuous. Because mm-hmm. as I've mentioned, this all happens within two years. The When we say this all, she means Twilight the entire. to her becoming a vampire. Yeah. Two all years. happens within two years. And even like. The final confrontation with the Volturi. Mm-hmm. A little over two years. Yep. That is absurd. How fast all that these That is movies. absurd. What is that? Five movies. They become, two they years. become engaged like a year and some change after meeting. And if, yeah. mind you, mind you, Edward's gone for six months of that. <laughs> y'all wouldn't even, y'all was on break for most of that. What is going on? <laughs> What is going on? Because they were on break for seven months. Yes, he left. He That's left. why I call on break. I they, mean, they were broken up. They were broke. They he left her for six, seven months. She should have had sex with uh, Jacob. She should have. Just you know, get it out the way. She should have had, had sex with Jacob. She should have had her first, and then she should have had sex with Jacob. <laughs> Even though I hate Jacob, she should have <laughs> had sex with Jacob. She was real close. I watched the whole new moon. I was so proud of myself. I was watching when you came over today. I, saw. I was like, I watched. I'm like, okay. Whole... I maybe don't completely hate this. Mm-hmm. I still hate it, but I don't completely hate it. I hate it out of all the movies, but oh, yeah. yeah, it's the worst of all the movies, it and was... also the worst of all the books. Yeah. Oh, the book was horrible. I don't need to know what Jacob thinks. I don't I care. Have, I do not care. I want to see from Bella's perspective and Edwards. That's all. I not care Jacobs. Okay. Let's talk about hooch. As you can tell, we are already drunk because we've already gone on a tangent. We don't eat. Mm-mm. We I had drink a bowl of cereal today. 
I did not have a crumb. You have a piece. That one piece. And Mo had to give me a nice little bowl of hot flaming Cheetos. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and I talked to my mom on the way here, and I'm like, oh, I didn't eat. I'm about to go record. And she was like, oh, surely Mo has some food. I'm like, yeah, she does. She was like, she has snacks, I'm sure. I'm like, yeah. I do have some snackies. Well, Mo has to keep snacks because she entertains every week. Yes. All her Y'all friends. Y'all me out of house and, and home. We eat my daughter. Thank goodness. <laughs> need to up my we, grocery budget. <laughs> We need to start sending mo- mo- monthly money because we eat her food. And like now we're recording at her mom's house, which she's so sweet to let us record while yes. she's doing a intensive yes. training. Yeah, my mom is like learning how to she, be like a better therapist right now. Yeah, and, and it's she like opened intense. her home. She opened her home to us for us to be loud and drink alcoholic. And, yes. and guess what? She has good food in here. <laughs> so I'm like, oh shoot, I should make that a sandwich. Artisanal. I know. <laughs> should make a sandwich while I'm here. We're so Oh, hungry. my God. And luckily, she's so nice. She'll be like, it's fine. Make oh, of course. Food. Yeah. Of course. Okay, so for today. Yeah, so this um, hooch is a little, a little different. Yeah, we... Um, so, anyway, each episode, we'll yeah. be sharing a specialty cocktail. Mm-hmm. If you've been listening, you know that already. Today, we're drinking a Scottish mule. You're probably thinking, Monique, we've already done a Scottish mule. Yep. We sure have, Guess and we what? liked it a lot. We're digging in the archives. And I was craving ginger beer last night. I was like, I need something with ginger beer in it. Yeah. And I had whiskey at my house, so I'm like, I'm going to make a Scottish mule. Shout out to our friends at Talk This Way Pod. Talk This Way Pod. Make sure to follow them and um, listen to their podcast. Because they're they're really nice, one. So nice. Oh, my gosh. They're funny. Very hilarious. And they put up with us. And they, is, they allow yeah. us on their podcast, even though we talk so much. We talk <laughs> so much on their podcast. Um, and they, they keep asked inviting us one us question, back. and we were on there for 30. We recorded for like 20 minutes. <laughs> they just keep inviting us back. So love them. Thank you, um, Colum and Shannon. Yes. So talk about today's cocktail. Okay, so our, It's real simple. It's simple. Scottish uh-huh. Mule features whiskey, lime juice, ginger beer, and a lime garnish. Yeah. Um, very simple, delicious. I almost like this better than a regular Moscow Mule, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I like whiskey. I like ginger beer. Anything with ginger beer is going to be a winner. Perfect to me. Yeah. It's perfect Lime and ginger beer? Yes, it's perfect. Winning combination. So you should give it a try. And this second one I made myself, I didn't even measure. I just poured. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> is lit. Um, anyway, as always, you can find this recipe on our Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we share them. Sometimes we don't. No, we do always. It might if not be timely, but it'll be up. <laughs> and if you can't find it, guess what? Google's your friend. <laughs> you know the name, right? <laughs> Scottish Mule. Okay, so now let's dive into chapters 21 through 23 of Midnight Sun. Yes. So chapter 21 opens with Bella preparing for her date with Edward and his family. Also, I guess this is their second date, but like, I don't know, you don't want to spend some more time alone together, you yeah. know? I, I don't know. He does really care about his family. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Edward actually remembers that she has to eat finally. He's like, so I'm going to take you home so you can eat. He's trying to be a good vampire boyfriend. He can't remember because he doesn't eat. He can go two weeks without eating, guys. So he's like, oh yeah, you got to go home and eat and then you can tell Charlie about me. So at least She's at like, this... Uh... I'm fine with it because at least he remembered she has to eat. Yeah. But also, like, Bella does not want to tell Charlie about this. Because it's an awkward conversation. And it's he like, he just yesterday we? asked her, 
are you interested in any boys? And she said no. While there was a boy in her room. <laughs> How do you break this to your father? Your cop father. Like I lied. Your pig father. Ooh, How she, do you... put, she puts uh, Charlie through the ringer. Charlie. Pro- protect Charlie. Because Charlie. Mm. Really. He really goes through it. Mm-hmm. He just didn't have an easy life. I'll remind you of the timeline. Less than two years. Think of all the things Charlie was put through in less than two years. Her da- his daughter disappeared multiple times, and she had a sickness she couldn't even tell. She One couldn't... time for three days, he she just went to Italy and didn't call, didn't send a text. It was two thousand six. <laughs> it was two thousand six. Send a text. She could have sent a text. Hey Charlie, I'm in it- Italy. What's she gonna say? Hey Charlie. Um, that's probably why she didn't say nothing. I wouldn't have said nothing either, probably. How she's a horrible daughter. 17? She low key is as selfish as her mother. Think about that. Yeah, that's where she gets that that's from. That's where she gets that from. She claims to be all She gets her clinginess from Charlie. She gets her selfishness from Renee. Whatever. Well <laughs> We don't like Renee. We've talked not about at that. All. Um, so things take a turn because as soon as our pale face duo Pull up to Bella's house. Billy and Jacob Black are waiting for them. Why y'all at my house? If you don't see no cars outside, go away. It's irritating. Did you call before you were going to come? Of course they didn't. Because it's a small ass town. So they're just like, let's just, just pop, pop up. up. First of all, don't <laughs> pop up don't at my house. Up. Don't pop up at my house. Not at all. Anyway, Edward, they pull up. Edward is pissed. He's like... Billy was hoping that your dad would get home before you so he could snitch. And Bella's like, And what are you about to say, though? Like, oh, don't let Bella talk to Edward. Right. Because you can't say... But could you imagine if Billy had, or Charlie had gotten there before? He's like, hey, your daughter's hanging out with this boy. Charlie would have been like, huh? That's true. Who? Like, I want you to meet my boyfriend, Edward. I think not. You're not hanging out with him. Billy already told me. Wow. So Bella decides to hurry and just like get this confrontation over with. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, he probably wants to tell me some bullshit about you being a vampire or whatever. <laughs> but that, okay. So she's about to get out the car and Edward's like, let me really scare him. He's like, let me really scare him. And he kisses her neck and the screams in Billy's mind, <laughs> Billy is like, no, nah! go like, kill her right here. Edward's like, yes, love this. Edward's so petty. Edward is very petty. Petty king. Yes, he is. And it works. He scares the shit out of Billy. And he also makes Jacob want to die. Because Jacob's like, I thought she was into I wonder if she liked that. Of course she liked it. A man is kissing her neck. Of course she liked it. Edward is out of control. Edward's out of control. So, when Bella... Billy and Jake get into the house. At first, she's like being super polite, mm-hmm. like, "Thank you for stopping by." Good hostess. Um, blah blah blah. But then Billy is like staring he's at her. He's not even answering any of like he's no, just looking being at her. real weird, and he's not going to give this up. So Billy sends Jacob out to the car to get a picture of his old, his eldest daughter, mm-hmm. which Billy already knows is not in the fucking car. <laughs> it's just a ruse to get Jacob out of the I way, mean, yeah, so, so they can, can actually talk. Yeah, so he can speak plainly with Bella, which. If your son is like part of the Quillette yeah. tribe, why does it matter? Like, why can't he too. hear what you're about to say? 
So and also, your son's already broken the treaty, right? Because she's he's telling secrets to random girls just to make them to like, impress them. Yeah, talk to your son. Billy. So obviously, so Jacob does not believe this. No, he thinks it's just like old superstitions. And at this point, people aren't tur- well. They're turning, right? People aren't turning yet. I don't think they Sam- only turn when it's a threat. Sam is the first one who turns. And I think he he probably turns somewhere at the end of Twilight, early New Moon. Okay, because they so, only turn when it's a. So Sam didn't even when know there's he was a lot turn. of when there's like a lot of vampires in the area. Yeah, they can turn. And at that point, it was three. It was all them plus the three. So that honestly, came. yeah, maybe Sam. Turns, they should have turned. Yeah, maybe Sam turns when those three nomads come. Yeah, James hmm. and them. So, Bella and Billy's conversation barely keeps the treaty intact. They're barely trying to, like, <laughs> keep a secret. Like, they are walking a very thin line. Um, Billy thinks he's informing Bella of the Cullen's bad reputation, but Bella's like, uh-uh. I know exactly. She's like, you ain't got to worry about it, sweetheart. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, um, but that reputation couldn't have been earned since they hadn't done anything. They have not hurt you. No. Anyone in the town. Mm-mm. And they've been there for a long time. I think right. it was three years. We four used years. to came we used they used to be there and then they came back. They came back. They've been in there they've been there two and a half years. Yeah, two and a half years. So why you acting and like no this? accidents, like it's fine. Right. Why are you acting like this? Yeah. Bella Bella's level of knowledge about the Cullens really surprises Billy, who's like, How the fuck could she want to be with him? If she knows what they are. Yeah. He's like, I don't understand this. So the conversation ends with Bella besting Billy, essentially. Mm-hmm. She really owns him. She basically tells him to like mind his nosy ass business and to leave her to what she's going to do. She's going to do what she wants to do anyway. Billy, leave her alone. Yeah. The entire interaction leaves Jacob with very little time to actually speak with Bella, which really bumps him out. Like Edward was listening so the whole sad. time. He's like... First of all, Edward loves being in Jacob's mind. He's like, it's so nice. It's like being It's like being in Angela's mind. Yeah. But he's like, God damn, he likes Bella. <laughs> God damn, this boy likes Bella. But he actually kind of feels bad for him because he considers him a child, which Jacob mm-hmm. is a child. He's 16. Right? Yeah. And one I mean, of the he movies, just turns like, 16. Um, remember, Jacob is only a couple years younger than me or whatever. Yeah. So in the book... Edward calls Jacob a child. He's like, oh, he's waiting with the child. And Bella's like, child? She, she's like, I'm a year older than him. <laughs> and Edward's like, oh, I know. I'm like, like creepily. Edward, it's you're creepy. the, um, you're old. Yeah. Like, that's not, if you call him a child, I'm a child. Right. So are you dating a child? Yes or no? Yeah. Yes you're or no? the one that's a hundred and, what, nine? Yeah. One on one, whatever he is. Um, cause I get confused between the books and the movies. I'm like, the movies took some liberties. They said one, cause I watched Eclipse and he was like 109. 109. He's like, it's the best day of my 109 lot, like, yeah. years of living or something. And I'm like, wait, I thought you were 80. Like by Eclipse? I guess not. Didn't we say 80 on the pod? He been 86 or something like eight. Okay. He got turned. He was 17 when he got turned. Yeah. In 1918. Mm-hmm. 1918 to 2006. Mm-hmm. Is We're doing the math. It's 88, 88 years. 88. Plus his 17 years of life was 105. 105, yeah. 
by the time eclipse happens, it's been like no, it's been a year some and a half. That, some not adding up. Not adding up the math, <laughs> math thin, Eddie. Oh, okay. So anyway, as much as we do not like Jacob, I don't like him. No, I don't like him either. Uh, we feel bad for him. All he wants is a little time with Bella to hang out with her. But everyone is treating him like a child who can just be pushed away. And, I mean, he's only 16, but no one seems to take him into consideration. Yeah, Billy's just like, go get that picture, boy. Right. <laughs> like God. And even Bella kind of treats him like a child. She does. Even yeah. though she's only a year and a half older than him. Because Bella is uh, old soul. That's what which I read on Twitter, and the old soul is only someone who was like robbed of their... Um, in a, not innocence, but like they're they didn't get they a realized, to be a child. Yeah, they either didn't get a chance to be a child or they got like they're very cynical at a very early early age. So that's why they call you an old soul. I guess Bella is old soul. Cause she got robbed of her childhood. Thanks, from Renee. From Renee. You no good ass mom. <laughs> so as the blacks are making their way back to La Push, Edward Stalker Extraordinaire, <laughs> he follows. Um, of course, he was listening the entire time. He says um, it's so he can know what to report back to his family. Right. But we also know he can't leave Bella alone for more than 30 minutes without He would have listened either way. Yeah. Even if it was like Angela who showed up. He would have just sat in the trees listening. Yep. 100%. So he follows them, Billy and Jacob, to the treaty line before accepting that Billy and the rest of the Quillettes probably won't do anything about him and Bella dating. Mm -hmm. He's like, mm. if I think about it logically, they really can't do anything without breaking the treaty. Right. And the Quilliats are definitely more afraid of breaking the treaty than the Cullens are. Mm -hmm. Cullens <laughs> like, sure. it is with the D's. Listen, he's like, break it if you want to. Even though Carlisle Carl won't let them do anything. But So the Quilliats stay. They stay on the Cullens next. <laughs> so... Edward's oh, thinking back yeah. to when they first got there, and Carla's like, I'm just gonna call down to the reservation and like let them know we returned to Forks. Carlisle is so nice. He's like, I'm just gonna. He was like, I'm, be I'm making a courtesy call because I don't even have to do this. Yeah, and then he's like, You know, if you wanna meet to like discuss it, and Billy's like, like, No. no. <laughs> he's like, Stay away. Billy's thinking about how he's gonna keep all the kids like on the reservation, you know? Mm -hmm. Billy was sick. Like, he couldn't even understand. <laughs> And it's just absurd to me because, like, the Cullens have literally never done anything Not all to All these you. years. Decades. And the fact that he's, like, calling. He's being so nice. Like, here, let me give you my number. You want my address? Like, here's where we're living. He's being so... Carlisle's giving up all this information to show you that he's trustworthy. And right. He is not giving him the time of day. But I guess, like... If we were in Billy's shoes and this happened to our tribe, the right. moment you could, you know, and vampires are manipulative and they are, they have a way with words and I, I guess. I suppose. That's like this, a white person coming to me like, oh, this, I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't know. know about that. I don't know. I don't trust it. <laughs> I don't trust it. You just automatically don't trust them. That, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. That was a good analogy. Because I'm like, okay, they're brown people and they're like. Yeah, that's a good analogy. These white people are coming up to me saying they're not going to do X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. but the moment you let your guard down, that's they when they... might. Yeah. yeah. And they are more powerful than you. Right. So they definitely could. They have more means. They have yeah. more... Yeah. That's a very good point. 
So they have to stay on guard. I can, I can, I thought he was That's that trauma. Yeah, see? And God every damn. person of color has to go through this random trauma. Yes. Not random, but like this trauma. Because you never know. For generations. You never know. You, you can't, you can't take the risk of trusting them. Right. Damn. Mm, Damn. Mm, mm. Damn. Wow. You, you took it there. It got deep. That's Stephanie. Ooh, Stephanie. It's Stephanie. Wow. Woke queen. Not real woke because we're going to talk about Jasper yeah, she, in a second. Yeah, she's not woke like that. Because some other things would have went down had you been real woke. So. so this conversation that Carlisle initiates, I feel like I've read it in one of the other books. Mm-hmm. Edward feels like Carlisle's power is his compassion. Yeah. In his, like, caring for others and his, like, friendliness, mm-hmm. which, like, is, like, a boring power to have, but can be very helpful, like, yeah. in getting people to trust you mm-hmm. and getting people to do what you want them to do. It probably helps the Cullens acclimate to whatever human world they're, they're living in. in. Yeah. It's not working with the Quillies. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. They're not about it. So the Cullens pose no threat to the Quillies. Um... Or the people of Forks, not only because they drink animal blood, but because Carlisle's leadership pushes them towards, you know, being moral They don't want to kill. Right. They don't want to. Um, but Billy and his people don't want to hear any of that. Not one um, bit. When he hears that they'll be there for about a decade, he wants to take the entire Girl, tribe. Like, we're going to be here for 10 years. He was like, how long? <laughs> I'm about to be 80. I don't even know how old Billy is, actually. Yeah, I don't know. Does Billy remember the last time they were there? It had to have been long. No, because, well, it seemed like he was remembered was Carlisle's his, voice. His grandpa was a wolf. Okay. And it skipped Billy. Okay. And then went to Jacob. So he remembered as a child. He remembers the stories. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So there's nothing the Cullens can do about how the Quillets feel about them. And honestly, I don't think the Cullens have like grounds to be annoyed for, about it. We yeah. talked about this just recently. Yeah. Like, based on the tribe's history with these vampires, of course they're not going <laughs> to fuck with y'all. Of course they're not going to fuck with y'all. Like, that doesn't make them bad people. Right. Like, I feel like sometimes the Cullens act very annoyed by how, well, not Carlisle and Esme, but like the rest of them act very annoyed by how the tribe acts. The last time some vampires came up on our shit, y'all... They killed everybody. Y'all were stealing our girls and killing them. Yeah. And then you killed basically almost the whole tribe. Of course we're not going to fuck with you. Wow. Um, As we know, the Quillulets and Cullens do eventually find some common ground after banding together to fight Victoria and her vampire army in Eclipse. Mm, The best book. The best book, the best... Best, best movie, movie. Yeah. wow! It's Eclipse just, was great. Woo, I love the the fact that our um, Bella can have two boyfriends. Ain't that crazy? Hot girl summer. <laughs> She's like, oh, I love you. Bella, I love you more. Summer. She kissed Jacob, and Edward was like, I love him. <laughs> what 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 I'm gonna do with this girl? Wow. He's like, what? He's like, you love him. What I'm supposed to do? He's like, I love you. Bella's like, I love you too. <laughs> But I just made out with this boy. <laughs> I had to, Edward. I had to. He's Did like, you? He's like, actually, you didn't. Jacob, would. he wasn't going to kill himself. He right. played you, Bella. Bella was like, hmm. Interesting. Well, I, I still kissed him. Are you mad? I just wanted to see what it was like. Edward was like, no, I love you. 
First of all, so Edward was about, so we could just do anything now. Bella can do anything, and Edward would be like, <laughs> I just want you to be happy. <laughs> huh? Okay. Well, I'm about to keep, I'm going to keep Jacob around. We're going to see. Edward would let Bella do anything. Because mm-hmm. if you think about Breaking Dawn, he's like, just abort this demon baby. You can have babies with, with Jacob. He's like, he says, quote, you can have pups. That's what he says. <laughs> you have little puppies. <laughs> Sir, you've lost your mind. You've you lost me... your actual mind. He will let Bella do anything. He'll let Bella yes, do anything. Any that was all more important than her becoming a vampire. So I guess mm-hmm. like if you really want human kids, we'll make it work. He's like whatever you I need. I don't know why. Bella. Be- I feel like if I was Bella, I, w- I wouldn't mind a human life. I would just change when I'm like thirty and she, still look no, young. In the book, she was like after they have sex, she's like. This maybe is I fine. Would, maybe I will stay human for a little. She was about to she's give like, up a whole life because like, she didn't have sex with him. What colleges were you talking about? She's like, I could do this for a little while longer. Right. She's like, is this at least like twenty five. She's like, you'll keep fucking me. Bet. It's a bet. <laughs> she's like, I'll be human. 25, 26, 27. What does it matter? It don't matter. I'm like forty. We gonna have to make a decision. <laughs> By then I'll start wrinkling. Because I'm going to start go. wrinkling. I don't want to be yeah. looking like Esme, you know. Right. Old. And you look 17. A mother. Because I'm like, I think Edward can pass as like 20. He can pass seven. as 20. In the movies, yes. The, but Anything they, older than they that? Casted, they casted them, I feel like, way too old. <laughs> yeah, Although Bella was young. She was like a teen when she started. As was Jacob. I don't think Robert was. How old is Robert now? 30 If he was, if he was, he just has an old ass face because he looked like a grown ass man in the movies. Not in Twilight. In Twilight, he looked like a child. But in the rest of I just typed in, how old is Robert Cullen? (laughs) Wow. Because he is, how old is he now? He's 35. So how old is he? And Kristen is 31. That means, and Taylor's 29. So, so he like, was four years older than, four or five years older than them. So he was a grown man when they were filming this. First of all, wait a minute. Bella was Ooh. underage when they filmed this. Ooh, Bella was underage. Look at that fine ass man. Oh my goodness <laughs> gracious. Bella was underage when they filmed this. His face looked And he bony. was above age. That's not right. He was 22. He was 22. How when old they- was Bella? Uh, How old was what's her name? Kristen. Kristen. <laughs> it's a Domino's commercial. Um, and that girl looked like Kristen Stewart, and I thought that was her. So she's thirty-one now. Wow, she's five-five. Tiny. Same height as me. I mean, she's not tiny. That's average height. Okay. <laughs> when she was filming. Sorry, guys. We're googling Twilight. She was 22 in no. Breaking Dawn Part 2. Yeah, so, so she was under one, age. 1, 20, oh, 19. She was 18. She could have been 18. She turned 18 because I remember they bought her a cake on her birthday and brought it to the set. She turned 18. Okay, well, they didn't kiss. Um, They kissed in Twilight. Maybe it was on her birthday. And they were all up on, in <laughs> the bed. Birthday. She was in her underwear. What are you talking about? All right. I'm not even going to get into it, okay? She, yeah, yeah. She was probably 17. You know what? Filmmakers love to do stuff like mm-hmm. that. They're creepy. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Okay. Well, anyways. Okay. Um, a quick... 
so we're we're at this part. So Edward's <laughs> following. I was like, now I gotta reacquaint everybody with what's going on. So Edward's following um, Jacob and Billy's thoughts in the car. So yep. now the, Edward's doing a quick jog back to the house. Yeah, he's running this whole time. Yeah. So he's doing a quick jog back to his house, and he's able to stop Rosalie just before she takes off in an attempt to avoid Belle again. He's like, she's like, I'll run you over. <laughs> she's like, I will run you over. She's like, if I didn't want to ruin my beautiful car, I'd hit you. I right hit now. you. Yeah, right, because you're a stone. Jesus so Christ. it's like it's like running into a building, probably. Rosalie, chill out. <laughs> so we're not sure why, but he begs Rosalie to stay and play with them, even after she says she's going to be a complete like she's gonna be terrible. She's gonna be a bitch. Yeah, she's gonna she's be terrible. Gonna be a bitch. She said I won't be nice. That's what she said. She said I won't be nice. He was like, I don't need you to be nice. I just need you to tolerate it. But also, I do need you to be nice. I need you to be nice though, because who wants to deal with that um, verbal abuse? Right. You know. I feel like if she doesn't want to be around, don't force it. Right. Like I would not want. I would to probably bring someone I'm with around one of my mean ass relatives. Right. Like why would I want that? Right. I will say like, okay, like one plead, like, can you be nice and can you do this? She says, no. Okay. This we'll see you when you get back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Edward is just like, you know, yeah, come he, on. He also asks Emmett to like, just please be chill. Like he goes in, he's like, just don't do anything to scare her on purpose. And I'm like, Emmett don't be bothering nobody. Emmett doesn't bother anyone, but I also would not put it past him <laughs> to like try and do something because he thinks it's funny. Okay, Like yeah. to ju- just like growl or like mm-hmm. bare his teeth because he thinks it might be funny. I don't put that past him because he likes a good He's time. Like, Emmett, you gotta chill. He's like, just don't do anything too crazy. And Emmett's like, okay, but, but you owe me. Yeah. Like if I have to be cordial... You're going to owe me something. His family is low-key really horrible. <laughs> okay, so another quick drive back to Bella. Now he's driving. He's yeah. in the Jeep now. Yes. Um, and it's time to meet Chief Swan. Chief Swan. Yeah, good old Charlie. Instead of um, just going up to the door like a normal person, Edward, of course, has to do some eavesdropping first. Like, okay, is he prepare? Is he is uh, Bella preparing? Yeah, Charlie. What He's is like, she saying? Go up there. Yeah. So Bella has begun prepping Charlie for her date, and Charlie is not happy. He at first thinks Bella is talking about Emmett, and he's like, absolutely no. Emmett is grown. He's visualizing Emmett in his mind. Emmett like, is that big huge. ass boy. No. And if my kid brought an Emmett home, I'm like, all right, which. which for what? what y'all about to do? Why you got a uh, data man this big? For what? <laughs> you need help with something? It's my Go find you a small king. <laughs> we love a short king. <laughs> so we also know from Twilight that Charlie, we assume purposefully, gets his name wrong. He calls him Edwin. Yeah, I went back because I ha- I couldn't remember exactly what he called him. It's so funny. He calls him Edwin. And Bella's like, it's Edward, Dad. It's Edward. You don't know nobody named Edwin. Who you ever met named Edwin? You know this boy. You know Carlisle, so you know most you of the kids. You know name. this family. Why are you acting like this? Oh my goodness! So Edward pulls up, wearing you know his best attempt at like seeming normal. He has like on a raincoat. He has his hood pulled up. It he's was like, so cute how he's he like, decided. I look like a human. He's like humans are more comfortable when you dress for like the weather. Yeah, he's like he'll like that. I like I know that the weather's bad. <laughs> Okay, so Edward pulls up and he's greeted by Charlie, 
and Edward calls and he's like, hey, Chief Swan. Okay, suck up. We get it. <laughs> like, you're playing, like, respectful new yeah. boyfriend, whatever. Yeah, total vampire. Bella doesn't even call him dad. She calls him Charlie. Okay, which is disrespectful. Bella's a bad daughter. You about to be up in my house? You gonna call me dad. She calls him dad to his face. But yeah, to every other, other time she calls him Charlie. She's a bad daughter. She's mean. Charlie has never done anything to you to, right. to warrant that. And he couldn't even be a good father because freaking Renesme, freaking Renee. She dipped. I oh, I hate Renee. You know what? <laughs> oh, she's awful. Charlie, of course, is like, call me Charlie. Don't call me fucking Chief Swan. We live in a fucking town of 400 people. Don't call me Chief Swan. So... But the introductions are very brief because Bella's yeah. Bella's mortified. She's like, I don't want to do that. She's like not making eye contact. She's kind of huffing and puffing. I feel like her reaction made this a hundred times worse than it needed to be. Yeah. Like, just let her talk for a minute. She's like, oh, 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 can we go? Oh, you guys done laughing? Oh, storming out the house? Oh, like, I hate Bella. But in the same breath, I, I, I don't know. When I think back... When my parents met my first boyfriend, mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't act that way. I mean, it is embarrassing. I don't know if my parents my parents met James when we were getting married. James was not your first boyfriend. No, but I'm. I didn't introduce him to anybody. Oh. What they what they need to know. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, if we're not getting married. You don't need to meet my parents. Right. For what? Period. We're about to break up. Got it. Well, <laughs> Bella must feel the same way because this is the first boy she's bringing around. No, tra- Bella just is weird. She don't have no boyfriends to introduce. Bella's like, I've never been asked on a date. I've never been on a date. I don't even know what constitutes a date. Is this a date? We're going with your family. Is this uh, a date? She'll count this as a date. She's weird. Okay, so the drive to the clearing. So they decide to take off or whatever. They leave the house. Yeah. So they're driving to the clearing where they're going to play baseball. Um, it's pretty uneventful. Edward lets Bella know that they will still have to run some yeah. sort of the way. They're going to have to run a little bit. So, But as long as she closes her eyes, she should be fine. But she is not buying She it. said, run. She's like, remember last time? She's like, I almost threw up. <laughs> He also, like, Edward also does this weird thing where he kisses her, but then immediately he's like, dang, I want to kill her. Like, yeah. um, and that's simply because the rain makes her smell, like, super good. And I just don't believe that. I just don't believe that. What? It seemed like it would make her smell worse. I don't know. So they get as far as they can go before Edward, you know, he pulls over and he announces, like, we got to run now, Bella. Mm-hmm. And Bella's like, no, you can just go. I just, she's like, I'll see you later. I'll wait here in the car in the middle of the fucking forest in the rain. She's like, you go have fun. Let me oh know. Let me know how you, when you come back. Edward has a very smart, but it's actually a very, very dumb idea. He's like, I'm going to try and dazzle her mm-hmm. and see if I can get her to like do what I want to do. He is doing a really good job at first because she's like, yeah, we can run. But, <laughs> but then his dumb ass completely loses control yeah. and almost kills her. They like start making out and then he's like, oh, a bunch of venom filled my mouth. He was like, I might kill her. Oh my gosh. Edward is killing me with this. And he like yells at her. He's like, you're going to kill her. You're going to be the death of me. 
You could be the death. She's sir, like, what did I sir, do? Sir, you approached me. I told you I was fine staying in the car. He really is like, either she's going to die or I am at this point. He said one of us got to go. Yeah. It must be very hard because, um, you know, being attracted to someone both in a physical way and the I want to drain you of all of your blood way. <laughs> so very tricky. Tricky. It's tricky. <laughs> it's tricky. It's tough. Anyway, Bella agrees to run, but when they get to their destination, her clumsy butt falls right off. She just like kind of like lets go of him. I don't, you know, this man is taller than you. So if you just let go, you fell to the ground. <sighs> Edward finds it's hilarious and then makes Bella super mad yes. um, because he just snapped at her. You just yelled at me. Now you're in my face laughing. Yeah. <laughs> What did she say? Your emotions give me whiplash. Yes. Um. So, like, don't act, laugh at me and act like you didn't just lose your temper with me a few seconds ago. So. Right. We all know Bella has a temper. Yeah. Bella has a temper. Bella and Edward. Edward be mad, They too. both have a temper. They both have a temper. So, she's like, fuck this. I'm going to go to the clearing by myself. She starts stalking off, and Edward's like, no way. You went the wrong way. So, she stalks off the other way. He's like, no, you still went the wrong way. She has no idea where she's going. So you cannot stalk off. Like, you guys have to just, like, come to a middle ground. Right. So Edward explains to her, he's like, I wasn't mad at you. He's like, I'm mad at myself because I want to kill you. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> and he's like, my presence in your life, I'm always putting you in danger. He's mm -hmm. like, that's what I'm mad about. He's like, I'll never, ever, ever be mad at you. And we talk about this. They both are never mad at each other. Yes. This scene is maddening because it's true. Um, Edward is literally never mad at Bella, ever. Even when she makes horrible, dumb decisions. She makes horrible decisions! She makes horrible decisions. <laughs> He's always just like, blames himself. Oh, he's like, she jumped off the cliff because of me. <laughs> she No, did. she jumped off the cliff she because... Did. She did. It was because of it was because of Edward. I know, but it's a choice. <laughs> it's a choice she made. She made that choice. Yes. Well, I mean, Bella does the same thing for him. Yeah. They are so codependent and enabling. Ugh. It's infuriating. If they were a human couple, it's no way they would have lasted. No. They would have never gotten married. It's toxic. It's horrible. So the rest of the Cullen clan are already in the field strategizing and setting up for the game. In Twilight, Bella notices how the bases are much, are much like further apart than a regular baseball field, which, um, yes, they need more space, Bella. They're vampires. They are... They're like superhuman. Yeah. They're superhuman. We thought they, they were about to play regular baseball. They're doing it in She's a like, storm. Well, that's kind of far. Right. <laughs> Esme tries in vain to get Rosalie to stop acting like a complete bitch. <laughs> Rosalie is not even pretending to be okay. She's like a true mean girl. She'd be mean right to your fucking face. Yeah. yeah. There, there are few mean girls like that nowadays who will just like be a bitch to your face. Very few. I love that for her. The power. <laughs> it's, it's powerful. It's powerful. I don't have that in me. Mm -mm. I don't have it in me. It's powerful. I can't do it. I could be mean, shady mean. Oh yeah, but not to your face. She looks at Bella not and she's like, Ugh! she like is not. She's not even cute. She's like, Looking that's at her. her eyes. <laughs> Rosalie's mean as fuck. 
So Edward and Bella spend some time talking with Esme and Emmett after Rosalie stalks off. And they, I thought this was so cute. They love her cute. so much. They love Emma's her. And it's like, I like her. And it's like, there's, she's something new, too. Yeah. Like, just anybody. Emmett likes to keep it, like, spicy. Yeah. You know? And Esme's like, I would really like some time alone with her. Yeah. So go away, please. I love Emmett so much. Emmett's like, I really, really like her. Yeah. He's like, this is, this is, a, good, this is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I love him. Um, I we feel like Edward doesn't give Emmett enough credit. Um, yeah, he really doesn't. He just kind of sees him as like a big, strong, like dummy who really doesn't have any deeper feelings or understandings. But you know, the character characterization of Emmett does not, you know, it does him a disservice. Yeah. Um, he's also very loyal, protective, and he loves a good time. He's just here for fun. That's a great. He's a great person trait. to have around. Yeah. And Edward treats him as just like muscle. Like the dumb, the dumb, the dumb job. And I'm like, Edward, just because you're a little older than Emmett, vampire wise, and like. I just, yeah, I just don't understand don't know. why he. I feel like he Emmett's just. Emmett's not dumb. He just discounts Emmett. He's no like, he vampires. Doesn't any, right. He doesn't have any deeper thoughts or feelings. Yeah. Which is not true. Right. Because no vampires can be dumb. Right. You got a lifetime, an eternity to be smart. We actually, so in the illustrated guide. Yeah. <laughs> Which we're going to buy, Steph. Dang. We're going to have to because I can't get it off from TikTok. Right. So in the illustrated guide, Emmett, apparently, he, he has his high school degree, but he has not gotten any advanced degrees mm-hmm. because he just keeps changing majors to okay. like what My boy. him at the time. Yeah, exactly. So like it's. It's just like peak Emmett. But yes, he's not dumb. He's not dumb. He has many He just interests. likes a good time. Yeah. He wants Edward's to know just, a little bit of Edward's everything. Edward's just too stuck up, too like uppity, too like yeah, rigid. Edward is stuck he up. He can't understand how Emmett's just like a go with the flow type of guy. You know? Dang. Right. Ease up on our boy. Ease up on our boy. <laughs> so the game starts and Edward leaves Bella with Esme. Who... <laughs> this part of the story really is just absurd. Esme very quickly goes into her backstory. Like, she's like, hey, Bella. So <laughs> let me tell you about a little bit about me. In Twilight, it's a bit jarring. Like, if you mm-hmm. read Twilight, it's so jarring. Basically, Carlisle found Esme after she jumped off a cliff following the loss of her newborn baby. The baby was just a few days old. Also, us, through our own research... <laughs> Learned that Esme had an abusive husband, and by our, through our own research, I mean TikTok. I found this <laughs> it's one on TikTok. Research. It's through the, it's from the, it's TikTok through the Illustrated Guy. Yeah. So, our girl was going through it. She was abusive husband, dead newborn baby. I wonder if the husband did it. Right, probably. From we need to buy the Illustrated Guy to find out, yeah. probably. But yeah, so that's how Esme like starts their conversation, and Edwards like listening in and out he's like how did they get to that <laughs> and bella's like oh he said you fell and that's me like oh, such a gentleman <laughs> no i jumped because i was sad <sighs> and carlisle fine found me and i don't remember where i read this esme had always had a crush on carlisle mm-hmm. well yeah that's in the beginning of this book right is it in the it's yeah yes yeah. yes <clears throat> So Edmund had already always had a crush on him. Yeah. So it just worked out. Lucky Carlisle. Lucky for Carlisle. Because imagine you change someone for you and they don't like you. They're like, eh. 
I guess I'm living this new life. Like now, how he changed Rosalie for Edward. He changed Rosalie for Edward, and they were like, absolutely <laughs> not. They were like, I can't. Rosalie hates Edward. Edward hates Rosalie. If you were a selfish vampire, you could just keep changing people and hope it works out. <laughs> Something might stick. Some might stick, but they're, those new boards are dangerous, so you don't want to keep changing folks. It's a lot of work. They might turn on you Big or responsibility. Yeah. So Bella knows pretty much nothing about Esme, so it was a very interesting choice for her to quickly share something so intimate mm-hmm. about herself. Um, yeah. That's definitely not like, hey, so what she do you just, like to she do? She got right into it. Yeah. She's like, you about to be with my son forever. <laughs> Might as well. Because we already know. Might as well. You have to be here forever. He's like, That's the only option. Edward can't live without you at this point, so you might as well know everything about me. <laughs> so all of the Cullens slash Hales have such an interesting backstory. Yeah. Okay, we always say Cullens slash Hales. Who's the Hales? Jasper and Rosalie are the Hales, technically. Why? Why can't they be Cullens? Because then they'd be incest to the humans. What's Emmett's last name? Because Alice Cullen is with Jasper Hale. Oh, and they Emmett got married. Cullen is so they, with Rosalie Hale. They can't be related. Emmett Cullen is with Rosalie Hale. So the story is Jasper and Rosalie are twins that Carlisle adopted. And they date each other? No, Wait, who? Jasper and Rosalie. Rosalie. Are twins. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they both have the blonde hair. Got it. Yeah. Hmm. So of course the last one can't be Cullen. I guess they could have because they're adopted. I'm like, they're adopted and they're together. They should all be Cullens, like one unit. Yes, but it'd be weird because they <laughs> they're are, sister and they're brother. sister and brother. They're adopted, though. Yeah, well, it's still weird. It's still weird. It's still weird. Um, so they all have, like, such interesting backstories. Uh, we wish Stephanie would have gone into more detail about them in her books. But we do now. We do now know Yeah, that we can buy the Illustrated Guide, which is... 87 The hardcover is 87 The soft, the paperback, $113 on Amazon. So wh- Y'all people- need to stop buying that shit because <laughs> you're doing too much. That's so expensive now. Now we got to go half to... Um, and you know we're going to buy it. We're gonna, we Stephanie, because we got all your books. We got the life and death, which is... That was $7. <laughs> was that was $7. <laughs> You're telling me the illustrator guy is 87? Okay. She's like, I make some of that money back. Shit. Listen, we are not about to get into this fucking play-by-play of this game. <laughs> Edward is giving us a play-by-play of I'm like, all I don't care. I don't care. The runs, the bases, how they throw the ball. We don't care. I'm like, this was a whole we chapter care, that could have been cut out. We don't care. We don't care about Obviously, the Stephanie is a baseball fan. I go, yeah, she must be. I go to Brewers games to get drunk. I go there for the nachos in the bucket hat, in the brewer hat. Period. I don't want, I don't, I can't even tell you <laughs> how many players are on the field. How many know. bases are there? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm there for the beer and the nachos. I'm there for the good time, conversation. Listen. I like to walk around and we sit at our seats and I'm like, dang, we got to sit down. I'm not trying to watch no goddamn. What kind of merch y'all got? Where the merch game? at? Right. Edwards telling us a fucking play by play like we're watching ESPN. I'm like, okay, three strikes, you're out. I know that. That's in the song. Listen, that's barely <laughs> all I know. That's barely all I know. I'm like, what are everybody doing after this? What y'all doing after this? The point is, they're playing baseball. <laughs> yeah. But they're vampires, so it's much more intense. Right. 
Um, especially with the extra powers they have. Yeah, because they're, they're running through the powers in Alice's head. Then he's doing yeah. this. Like, oh, yeah. I got to beat her vision. I'm like, I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Esme like, tr- is trying to keep them honest. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's hard because apparently they're heathens. Yeah. <laughs> like halfway through the game, Edward's like, yeah, people are throwing around cuss words. He's like, but not me, though. Because I got to show out. He's like, I have to show out. He's like, usually I would be cussing. Carlisle's the only person who doesn't. Yeah. fight or cuss he's like and Edward's like usually I would be cussing I'd be cussing <laughs> but my girl's here yep I can't be showing out like so that so I gotta show her my best self right wow a gentleman <laughs> the game is going perfectly smoothly until Alice freaks out the vision Alice has is so life altering that quote nothing was left of the future she'd been so perfectly confident in before this moment so whatever had changed was big enough that it left no part of our destiny untouched. Oh my gosh. So Do you know how big that is? And if you think about it, yes, this meeting with James impacts them through eclipse. Mm-hmm. So for another year, for another half a year, because we all know things move real quick. Yeah. But they have to deal with this through new moon and eclipse. Nothing is going to be the same now because of this chance encounter. Wow. It's fucking crazy. So three nomad, like nomadic vampires that were supposed to be crossing the Cullen's path the following day heard their little game and decided to come a bit early. Also, on Edward's part, this was irresponsible because she told you. Irresponsible. You guys knew this was going to happen. I would have been like, oh, we should probably sit this ba- this baseball game out and right. wait to the no don't know. Because you don't know. Just because yeah. they're supposed to come tomorrow doesn't mean they will. Maybe they're moving too fast. Maybe something happens. They move. Right. They come a little early. But they're, they're relying They're relying too much on Alice. Alice. Yeah. yeah. And not on common sense. Like, right. We're friends with humans now. We need to be... If we see nomads coming, people, right. I don't really know who Because this are. wouldn't have been an issue. And Edward even says that. If... If if I hadn't met Bella, this wouldn't have been an issue. I would have just met him and then whatever. Yeah. He's like, but now I got a human on the line. Yep. Yep. Um. So that's what y'all going get. through it. That's what y'all get for being worthless, and we cannot believe Edward didn't consider it. There's no time to run, mm-hmm. and even if they do, Alice shows Edward. He's like, if y'all run, guess what? They're about to find you alone in the woods. And and Bella can't do nothing. You got three against one. It's not happening. It's not working. So every last one of them, the Cullens, except Emmett, mm-hmm. <laughs> is on edge. Emmett's just like, let's go. Fuck yeah. He's like, it's lit. Let's fight. Emmett was ready to Emma's throw it like, out. Emmett's like, a fight? <laughs> he was like, how many of us is He's it? like, we don't need to be Let's the fight. go. Let's go now. And Victoria was petrified. Oh my God. Victoria was petrified. She was shaking. It looked like she was shaking, Edward said. And she's a vampire. Vampires don't be shaking. Right. In chapter 22, we meet... So that was all in chapter 21. 21. That Chapter 21 was long. Yes. It was Because he spent three pages talking about the fucking plays of the I baseball know. game. <laughs> Edward, more Stephanie, we don't care. We don't care. So I don't want to see nothing else about baseball. Cut to the chase. I don't want to see it in that illustrated guy. She's going to be like, the, the significance of baseball. I don't the- even <laughs> care, Steph. So in chapter 22, we meet three new vampires... They are totally different from the Cullens. They're wild, dirty as fuck, and sporting blood red eyes. Yep. Um, this is the most tense meeting that's ever taken place. Mm-hmm. Like, 
red wedding tints. Yeah. Um, funny that we mentioned Game of Thrones earlier, so that's great. Serendipitous. Um, yeah. So Carlisle is keeping it like real cute at first. He's like, okay, let's just talk to him or whatever. He's ch- chatting with Laurent and, you know, even inviting them back to their house, which I thought was kind of bold because I, I would not have invited them to my house. Like, y'all want to hang out at the Y'all still playing? No, we're going home. Bye. Nice, <laughs> nice to meet you. What y'all coming up on this for? Carlisle's like, I don't know you y'all. come and hang out with us, I guess. Uh, Carlisle, like at the end of the day, is still a bunch of us versus Carlisle three too friendly is my yeah. problem. He's he is. too friendly. He is. He's too friendly. So all three of the nomadic vampires seem to be only, you know, preoccupied with Emmett, Carlisle, and Edward. Edward is trying to figure out why their assessment of the group is so off. He's like, they're missing someone. Yeah. He's like, they should be. He's like, who are they missing in this count? Mm-hmm. They're only looking at us three. Why are they not seeing everyone else? Yeah. yeah. Um, so they are completely overlooking more than half of the group and also not even bothering to look at Jasper, who Edward truly believes to be the scariest of them all. Yeah. He's like, Jasper is a killer. He's, first of all, covered in scars from head to toe. From, yep. Covered in scars. Like... And also just looks wild and crazy. So Edward's like, what the fuck is going on? And this is the fun part. That's, yeah, I was like, I like this part. So this part, I was like, this, Stephanie, you're mine. Yeah. So we She learn, might need to go into a, a establishment. Listen. She might not be all there. We learn that Jasper is using his power of controlling people's emotions to essentially hide himself, Alice, Esme, and Bella. So he gonna hide himself? Well, because he, I think he knows that if they saw him covered in all the scars, I think Edward assesses that. He's like, if they saw him, they'd be like, what the fuck? Okay. What the fuck is going on? Jasper wants to make it seem like Emmett. He's making it seem like Emmett is much scarier than he is, much yeah. bigger like, than he is. Why does he look so big? Yes. And Edward, <laughs> they're even making, Edward said that, like, yeah. he looks big. He's like, he looks scarier than usual. And Edward, they're making, Jasper's making him seem much more on edge and like wild than he is. Mm-hmm. So he's sort of playing that up so he can sort of stay in the background. Yep. Um, so he's essentially altering these strangers' perception of them, making them believe that the five of them are so boring. Like, so boring that they don't even need to bother looking at them. Yeah. He's camouflaging them, mm-hmm. in, a, in essence. It's, you think Jasper's power is just like, oh, I can make you feel good, I can make you feel bad. He can essentially change how you think and feel. Mm-hmm. Good That's power. Fucking crazy. We so we we knew Jasper could alter people's moods, but now we get a little bit of insight into how strong his power actually is. He can impact people's thoughts and perceptions. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's crazy. Fun power. Useful power. Useful. Yeah. It's like they're essentially invisible. Mm-hmm. Love that. And I think he, in the same breath that he was doing that to Emmett and Edward, he was in the same breath sort of amplifying how they saw Rosalie. Because Laurent um, immediately looks at her. He's like, oh, she's so beautiful. She's, yeah. I wonder if she's mated. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of drawing attention to those people to then take attention off of them. Because I'm like, crazy. Let, let Emmett find out. Let Emmett find out. Emmett, kill you. You looking at my my girl? That's <laughs> my got a problem. That's my girl. So everything looks like it's going to work out. 
Um, so Edward chances a glance into Alice's mind, and unfortunately, he only sees this ending in a standoff. Edward is like, "What the heck can like?" He's like, "What are we doing wrong?" He's like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "Everything's so calm. How is it ending in a standoff?" <laughs> well, the answer is the weather, the wind, the fucking wind. The fucking wind. <laughs> Alice didn't see no wind coming. She can't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and they're so focused on like. Yeah. So it happens so quickly. A small gust of wind. Just a just a little. That's it. But that. <laughs> I is, feel like they should have just fought him. We'll talk about this in a second. They should have just fucking fought him right then and there. It would have been done. The wind. Time to fight. So they. The wind blows, and it's just enough to like stir up Bella's scent and get the <laughs> yep. atten- and get the attention of those bloodthirsty vampires. Laurent, James, and Victoria are immi- immediately like, "Oh, a snack! <laughs> Y'all, like, like you bought a snack for the group? Smells so good. Makes Thank sense. You. you guys are playing sports. You need a snack, right?" Edward's like, I'll fucking end everyone in this field today, <laughs> including myself. He's like, everyone gotta die. Carl's charming warmth quickly turns to like, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. Y'all need to go. He's like, Bella's with us. And James, but James, James is like, I don't hear anything you're saying now. Right. He's like, he's already like plotting how he's going to get to Bella. He's already strategizing how he can get to Bella, categorizing these people's strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Victoria and Laurent are like, let's get the fuck up out of here. Yep. Because it's seven against three. <laughs> Guess what? We're going to die. Yep. Everybody's going to die. And then James might make it a little further until it's just him. You're going to die. Yeah. So it appears that the original coven was just James and Victoria. And Laurent sort of just um, included himself one day. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have very strong bonds to them. Um, evidenced by the fact that. As soon as Laurent tells Carlisle they won't hunt in their territory, James decides he's going to, you know, kill him too. He's going to kill him. Laurent's like, oh yeah, we already told you we won't hunt. And James is like, you about to die. <laughs> he's like, like, he yeah. only had to join, he had to have joined that covenant just for protection. Protection. Yeah. Yeah, because James and Victoria, Victoria's power is she knows how to get out of any situation. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can leave this way, this way, this way. She's like, I can get out of any sticky situation. Mm-hmm. James's power or like talent is he's a fucking tracker. Yeah, he'll 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 figure. He's like a Dimitri find level you. tracker. Yeah. Dimitri can find anyone. He's on in the Volturi's yeah. guard. He can find anyone. James is like at that level. He has never he has never not succeeded except for once. Except for once. And that's when he tried to get to Alice. Yeah. So. But also, that's not fair because you these are humans that you're tracking. Oh yeah. So it's like, what is you got an unfair advantage? That's like, very true. The, the 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 fight wasn't that bad. And the one time he tried to do it mm-hmm. against the vampire, the person Alice, the, there was a vampire in love with her. Right. He didn't win. Right. He can't win against vampires. He has to use. Yeah. So now you're using weaker people. Mm. A weak man. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. These three strangers cannot <laughs> fathom why they have a human with them. It is very uncommon. 
they're literally so confused by how the Cullens are acting. They're like, why are you protecting this human? I thought she was a snack. Um, as Laurent and Carlisle tried to diffuse the tension, James, like I said, is he's just planning his hunt. He's yeah. not even paying attention. And neither is Edward, because Edward's listening to James plan his hunt. Um, they've officially started this fight. Mm-hmm. Like, even though things are really cordial, they're very much like, okay, what you about to do? Because <laughs> I'm about to do something horrible to you since yeah. you want to kill Beller. So it, it's on from, from this moment on. Yep. It's on. <laughs> so luckily for Bella, it doesn't end in the fight right there, although it probably would have been better just to handle it right Why? there. Why? It, they should have just got it taken Why? care of. Why yeah. didn't they just kill them right there? Yeah. Victoria might have got away. Uh, Victoria 100% would have got away. She would have got away. Laurent and James would have been dead. So they still would have had know, to I guess deal. they could have ran. That's the thing. Like Somebody could have ran and circled Edward's back. Too, Edward's too yeah. fast. Edward's That's too true. fast. He's not going to leave Bella. Jasper. Jasper, yeah. I would have left Bella like, okay... Esme, leave him with leave her with Esme Jess, Carlisle. Carl, okay, they'll keep protect her. Everybody else got to fight. Leave her with Esme, Carlisle, Emmett, mm-hmm. Jasper, Alice, Edward, Rosalie. Right? Is she know. gonna fight? I don't know. You gonna throw the fight? In that instance, if it would have came to a fight right then and there, I think she would have. She would have fought because it's like you're you're harming now. You're trying to harm my family right. too. Yeah. Right. Um. So the nomads were outnumbered. And the Cullens have, like, super special abilities on Why their Why didn't they just fight them right then yeah. and there? They could have just killed James and Victoria for sure. Laurent maybe didn't need to die since he was very clear he didn't want no smoke. But he was like, I don't even know but them at that point, like that. you the enemy. He's like, I don't even know them. You the, bro- you the enemy, brother. He's like, I just, he's like, I just went with them. So they split up quick. Alice and Emmett going with Edward and Bella. And the rest taking the nomads back to their house, even though they know James and Victoria about to dip. Um, like if y'all knew that y'all could have just killed them. Like, right. You know, okay, let's go back to my house. The second they leave Edward, they left. Yep. Now someone's got to die. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why. Okay. I do understand why. Cause Carlisle doesn't want to kill another being. I get it. I get it. They're dead. But is it, they're not it? humans. Is, yeah, but he doesn't even want to kill vampires. Yeah. But was it worth it? All that? No. No, you should for y'all to kill them, for y'all to kill everybody involved anyway. Right, exactly. Y'all should have just handled it right then and there. But I guess we wouldn't have a story then, would we? We wouldn't have. Yeah, we wouldn't have had. We wouldn't have had new moon eclipse. We never. Right. Okay, moving forward. Poor Edward. He is frantic. Yeah. He is frantic. He basically just like throws. Bella in the car and just starts booking it out of <laughs> He starts strapping her up. Uh, he had Emmett strap her up in that uh, yeah. harness. And, and then they just start booking it out of forks. And Bella's like, where are we going? She's freaking out. He's like, like, shut her up. <laughs> he's like, she's like, where are we going? Can you tell me? And he's just, he's going like 180 on the fucking freeway. Just south. <laughs> where are you going? And what is Bella worried about? Not the fact that a sadistic vampire who specializes in tracking is now after her, but that she's putting Edward's family in risk of being caught by the FBI. Right. Bella. <laughs> they not going to get caught. They're vampires. They steal social security cards. If they wanted to disappear, they could. They're not worried about no fucking FBI. They've been around before the FBI was a thing. What the fuck are you talking about? 
Bella's literally so dumb. I, I can't. And then the fact that they told her how long they've been around. So it's like, you're not even. You're not listening to us, listening. obviously. Yeah. But she's also making some good points, I guess. Mm. Um, they can't leave Charlie vulnerable. That's a good point. That's a good point. And they also cannot just wait for, you know, he, they can't wait James out because, right. you know, that. You know, as Alice so kindly shows Edward, you know, leads to a lot of Forks residents getting murdered. Yeah. If they just try and wait him out, he's just going to start killing people. Yep. And that doesn't work either. So, Edward's not trying to hear any of this, though. He's like, y'all don't understand. We're going to have to kill him. We have to kill James. There's no way around it. And Emmett's like, okay. Cool. I he's like what's what's the problem what's the big deal like and that goes back to our point they should have just killed them in, in the, the clearing, clearing. Yeah. why didn't you just kill them in the clearing exactly I feel like if they would have approached them in the clearing Victoria would have got away and you still could have had New Moon and Eclipse very true Victoria would have gotten away and Edward still could have left Bella because there were more than enough of them to handle yeah. the three. And Laurent wasn't, he didn't want none. He Mm-mm. didn't want none. The worst thing was if James would have got away, that would have been an issue. That would have been a problem. That would have been horrible. Um, so then we get our first of many dumb Bella plans. Well, the actual plan isn't that dumb. She's just, you know, she's going to go home, tell Charlie she's going back to Phoenix and then leave. It but, divulges into something very dumb. Yes. She decides to go left from the plan eventually Mm -hmm. but edward has to stay behind and make you know james think that she's going somewhere else since obviously he'd never leave her but little do you know (laughs) he's gonna leave you girl Mm -hmm. he's gonna leave you (laughs) don't get too comfortable so edward doesn't want to leave her but her plans make sense so he goes along with it this means bella's going to get a little quality time with alice who just wants to you know change her and get it over with and jasper who just wants to kill her so good road trip it's just like a great group of people yeah great group of people now we're moving into chapter 23 and it is literally so gut-wrenching i know oh charlie (sighs) charlie so the ride back to forks is quiet no one's saying anything you know, Edward is just like, oh, Bella must be so scared. But little does he know that she's perfecting the performance she's about to give Charlie. Mm-hmm. This girl is devious. She's like, I got plans. I got she plans. She is so devious. <laughs> so they get to Bella's house and everyone's in position. Emmett's like in the trees. Alice is under Bella's truck, <laughs> like in the fucking motor. Um, and, you know, Bella tells Edward, like, I love you and like don't listen to anything else I'm about to say tonight she's crying during all this mm-hmm. which she's like don't listen he, have you met Edward he's always he's going listening. to listen he's yeah. always listening that makes him listen more he sneaks into your room every night just to listen to you of course he's going to be listening <laughs> so actually also all the vampires in the three mile radius are going to hear you because James is waiting in the fucking cut Victoria's waiting in the fucking cut and they can hear for miles. So everyone's about to fucking hear you. Mm-hmm. Chill out, Bella. So Bella pulls a me. <laughs> she pulls a Monique. And she kicks her front door open. Mo love kicking the front door open. Listen, give me enough drinks. I'm kicking any door open. Steel, wood, don't matter. 
I love that for Bella. <laughs> so it becomes apparent quickly what angle she's taking. Mm-hmm. Her and Eddie have broken up, and she's getting the fuck out of Forks. Mm-hmm. But not for the reason you're thinking. They didn't break up because she doesn't like Edward. It's because she likes him too much, and she Ugh. doesn't want to get stuck in this tiny town, mm-hmm. and she is hitting below the belt. Yeah, she takes it too far. <clears throat> so through our research, and by research we mean following Twilight talk on TikTok, <laughs> um, we find out that Renesmee, oh, I just keep calling you her keep Renesmee. keep calling her Renesmee. Uh, Renee and Charlie's backstory, we found out their backstory, um, which is connected to this scene with Bella. So apparently, Renee met Charlie on a road trip up from California, mm-hmm. and they like instantly fall in love or whatever, and she decides to stay. Did you not have a job? She's always been a flighty, flighty family. Like you just decide to stay. Okay, whatever. So she decides to stay and they get married and pregnant like real quick. It's all like within a month or so. Like it it happens very quickly. And you know, Renee's happy for a bit because she's just like, oh, it's so great to be married and have a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, But then she starts like realizing how dreary and depressing Forks is because the sun never comes out. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but Charlie, he cannot leave because he's taking care of his two elderly parents who are dying. His Jeez. mother has Alzheimer's and his father had like severe arthritis. Mm-hmm. Like they couldn't take care of himself. So he's like, I literally cannot leave. And Renee is like, I need you to leave. I need to get out of here. Wow. She's not taking into consideration anything he has going on. Nope. And that's what you get when you marry someone who you've been with in a month. It was a, a month. it was a very ninety day fiance yeah. sort of situation. It was very much no like idea who they summer are. romance. It was very mm-hmm. much like a Greece, mm-hmm. you know, summer loving. <laughs> so apparently that was too much for Renee. She's you know split with their newborn, newborn daughter. daughter. She like left with the newborn daughter. Um, telling him she couldn't get stuck in a horrible town. Ugh. Wonderful woman, everybody. I hate, I Renee. hate Renee. I hate Renee. She's a horrible mother. She's horrible. Horrible wife. I hate her. She's just a flighty person like that should not have ever had a child. Oh my God, I hate her so much. <laughs> um, anyway, Bella decides to essentially reenact this scene knowing it would... Oh, it is going to mess Charlie up. And that's so just, much. she could have chosen another way. Yeah. I know it's the only way that would let her leave, but that's just, it that's was too much. Up. Yeah. It was too much. And why is your mom telling you all this? Right. Well, you know, like word for word what she said. It's too much. Terrible person. She's horrible. Let me sit down, baby. She's let me a tell gossip. you what I told you that. She's a gossip. <laughs> she even says the exact line um, Renee said to Charlie 18 years ago, quote, just let me go, Charlie. It didn't work out, okay? I really, really hate Forks. Too far, too much, too mean. Send her to jail. Her her performance does the trick, though. Charlie mm-hmm. is literally so traumatized by his wife walking out of him, on him with his newborn baby that he can't even think coherent thoughts after what Bella says. Like, he just stands there and... In Twilight and in New in um, Midnight Sun, he kind of just is like reaching forward. He's like just like frozen. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. It's so sad. Poor Charlie. And I'm like, he probably never trust any he woman after that. He has never done anything to these women, no. but love them. Uh, so on the car ride to the Cullens' house, Bella asks a very good question. 
why is James so obsessed with me? Like, why, why? are you so obsessed with me? I was listening to that the other day. I'm like, oh, this song's still good. No. Um, yeah, why? Like, first of all, you don't even know me, but still, why is he so obsessed with me? So Edward is like, number one, you smell good. You He's smell like, good. You smell, smell delicious. Scrum diddly umptious. Yeah, you smell good. He's like, don't you know? Um, number He's two, like, I barely cannot kill you. <laughs> so number two, James loves a challenge. And our reaction at the field gave him just that, um, a challenge. A challenge she, of his lifetime. Yeah, because you know that Edward is protecting him. He's like, oh, yeah, this is this is a game I like to play. Yes. And so now he really got to die. Otherwise, they'll be running for the rest of their lives. Period. Always wanting to learn more about her vampire, sweetie. Bella then asks, like, how does one kill a vampire then? Yeah. Like, why are you asking, Bella? Do you think you're going to be the one to have to do it? <laughs> Bella just... She's like, just in case it's me. She's like, so how do you... What do I, what do I need what to I do? Stab him in the I throat? need to kill a vampire. First well, of all, you would never be able to kill a vampire. You fucking weakling. If she was Buffy, she would be able Here to kill a... Here you go. Because Buffy and all her friends, they all kill vampires. Bella is not Buffy. Well, she should... She All she needs is a wooden stake. That's all you need to kill a vampire is a wooden stake. Different, different vampires. Them, nine, them, them 90s vampires, yeah, boy. They was getting killed with wooden stakes. The bar was on the ground. Oh, my <laughs> All God. All you had to do was lunge forward. Oh, my <laughs> they got God. Killed. They didn't even run fast in, uh, in the 90s. They ran like normal people. That's ridiculous. <laughs> All you did was lunge forward. The like, writers ah. of Buffy were like, how could we make these vampires so boring? You you hit them with a cross, kill them with a stake. No. A one-two. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. So basically the only way to kill vampires in the Twilight verse is to rip them to shreds and burn the pieces. <laughs> so many limbs. Yeah. Like, so if you don't burn them after you've ripped them apart, they can put themselves back together. How? <laughs> Listen. So in the Quilliet, what did I say? Quilliet. In the Quilliet legends, when they meet the first vampire, they rip, they rip him apart. And then he just starts like crawling, like Ew. his limbs. So then they burn him. And if you watch New Moon, while Billy is like telling the story, he's like fiddling with a purse. Mm-hmm. It has that vampire's ashes in it. So you have to burn them, otherwise they can put themselves back together. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, all of this is happening while James and Victoria trail them. Like, y'all are really getting bored. <laughs> This this is all you had going. So you had nothing else. I guess when you, you were live, on your way to do what? When you live in eternity, you know this is the most exciting. I don't know. That's a valid point. They don't um, have much going they on. They don't got much going on. And even if they do, it's like for a quick ten years, and they're like, all right, what now? Yeah. So back at the Cullens, Laurent is there. I we have to say it was very bold of him to still go there after I all that happened. He, just went, he still went to their house. <laughs> So, like, you know, your friends are trying to kill one of us, but, yeah, come in and have a chat. I don't understand that. Yeah. Laurent's basically like, I want no parts of this. So now you come in my house. Like, why are you here? Laurent's like, you know what? I'm about to dip to Denali and see what they got going on up there. You said that they're kind of like you. I'm Mm -hmm. about to figure that out. In Breaking Dawn, we find out that Laurent actually had made it to Denali, and he hooked up with one of the sisters, Arena. Mm -hmm. Um, But that didn't end uh, last long because he ends up getting killed in New Moon by the his the butt Quillette pack. His butt should have stayed where his business was. He should have stayed in Denali. Talking well, about I'm I'm checking on you for a friend. Victoria was not your friend. One, two. 
Mind your fucking business. And also, don't you know I'm still family? Mind your fucking business. Because guess what? The vampires might be gone, but guess what is here? Wolves. Bitch. Wolves. So his butt... And then Irina got the nerve to be mad. mad. And then at the wedding, like, oh, well... And it was like, he tried to kill Bella. Irina's like, no. Huh? So you you have my wedding telling me I'm lying? Bitch, leave. Anyway, so they keep... So the Cullens keep moving forward with their plan. Alice and Jasper are going to go with Bella because Jasper's deadly as fuck. Mm -hmm. And Alice can see the future. Edward's going to head the opposite direction with Edmund and Carlisle because they think James will assume Bella's with Edward Mm -hmm. and Emmett, who's fucking scary as shit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And Rosalie's going to stay behind and watch Charlie with Esme. Yep. Good plan. Um, It's a little tough. Oh, wait. It's a little touch and go with Rosalie at the moment. Um, Edward asks her very politely to switch clothes with Bella and she's like I don't think so Um, she's like why I'm not wearing those rags I don't blame her because Bella be wearing anything (laughs) Um, but Edward doesn't have time for all of that and he just ignores her but in the end she knows she can't leave Esme by herself so she agrees to help Um, we're trying to be understanding about how Rose feels you know about this whole situation, but she's being insufferable. She's just doing a lot. Like yeah, she's we don't doing have way time too much. for the petty back and forth. Like, ugh, are you in? Are you out? Mm-hmm. So all this happens so quickly that Edward is going through it now because he's trying to force himself to leave. He's like, I gotta leave my girl. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so this part actually like made my stomach hurt because yeah. he's down bad like i don't understand how he managed to stay away from her for six months and new, new moon. moon yeah based off of how hard it is for him to leave her for three days now like stephanie we need it <laughs> we need an edward point of view of new moon oh, we need it him crying for 20 chapters i need it i need it i need it yeah because i need to know exactly what he was thinking because in new moon he does say like he's like i was getting close to coming back anyway so it's good you came because I was, I was about to come back anyway. He said, I couldn't do it. So he obviously. Dummy. I need the Edward point of view from New Moon, Stephanie. Get on it. I don't want to lay Aaliyah point of view. I don't want that. I barely want a Renesmee. <laughs> I barely want those. I want Edward's point of view in all New Moon, Breaking Dawn, um, and Eclipse. Yep. That's all I want. Yep. So it'd get, be good. Get on that, please. Um, so those are our chapters. Chapters for chapters. I'm drunk. Those are our <laughs> chapters for today. They were pure chaos, danger, thrill. We cannot wait for the next set of chapters because it gets so even good. fucking crazy. It just gets from the moment the baseball game went down. It was fun. Even in the movie, even in the movie, everything from the part he tells a vampire, it was up from there in the yes. movie. Yeah, up. the first part is like, stuck. all right, I'm gonna fall asleep on this movie. But the second part is like, wow masterpiece so each episode we're going to be discussing the most prevalent theme in the chapters where you've been reading um the theme for chapters 21 through 23 is pandemonium wow such a big word Uh, listen i chose the word pandemonium because i felt like panic that was the original word i chose yeah it just did not do these chapters justice yeah like the serious terror Mm -hmm. in these three chapters needed a more intense word yeah i love it um a lot happens in these chapters the stress starts off you know light with a little bit of boyfriend me no dad drama which she could have kept this book light it could have been a nice little ya rom it could have just been like we're together very light but no 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 um steph 
Yeah, this event causes Bella to really spiral. Yeah, she's just like, oh, you have my boyfriend. Oh, I want to leave. Like, mm-hmm. calm down. Your life is about to get a lot more dramatic. <laughs> so they get to the clearing, and although I'm sure the game made complete sense and flowed nicely for the superhuman vampires, I have a feeling that Bella's sluggish human eyes and brain is just like, seeing a bunch of blurs moving across the field and yeah, hearing a bunch of noise. Very true. There's no way she was following this game. No. There's no way. Despite, in the movie, her calling Rosalie out, she's like, oh, you're out. There's you, no way you saw Rosalie. No. There's no way. They are superhuman. They're blurs. Yeah, she would have never been able to... That was just a guess. Pure chaos on the and field. You, you and you acting what? like you know what's going on. I would have never called her out. Right, she already don't. She like hates you. me. Leave I'm, her alone. Uh, she's safe. I think right. it was safe. I'm like, oh, you're great. From what I could see, you're a great player. <laughs> so then we get into the real chaos. The three nomadic strangers cross paths with our beloved vampire family a full day earlier than expected. It's not smart to bet against Alice, but as we find out, she can't control everything. She cannot. Nope. This meeting is obviously very tense because they have literal human. You know, they have a human with them. Yeah. Um, not only are humans not supposed to know their secret, but they also may die. Pandemonium. Pure pandemonium. Yep. Pure chaos. So as hell breaks loose when a gentle blow of the wind sends Bella's um, scent all up in the stranger's noses, causing James to spring into hunter mode and the Cullens to switch into we will kill you mode. This is... This whole interaction is just so tense. It is very, and I just Bella. If you if you read Twilight, is just like what the fuck? <laughs> like what's going on? Everything's going wrong. No one's safe, and also poor fucking Charlie. Poor Charlie. I know he is really going through it because just an hour ago he like had his baby girl staying with them, and now she's up and like walked out, just like her no good ass mama. Just like her mama. So, also, nothing sums up the theme of these chapters better than visualizing Bella running like a bat out of hell to her truck. The way it's described in Twilight <laughs> and also in Midnight Sun is just so hilarious. She's just like, yeah, like going all over the place. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, so, next, we're going to talk about our favorite moments yeah. from chapters 21 through 23. My favorite moment, you probably... I have the same favorite moment. It's the same. Learning how fucking powerful Jasper is. Yeah, I love it. It's so good. And it was cool. Like, it was cool. It's a cool talent to have. Yeah. He can literally camouflage people under, like, a cloak of disinterest. Mm -hmm. Like, a cloak of boring. Yeah. That's so cool. His power was already cool because he can... It's not like a mind power like Edward's. Like, Edward can read minds. Like, Aro can read minds. His is a physical power where he's literally impacting a person's nervous system Mm -hmm. to make them feel a certain way. So this new knowledge where he can like make them like be bored with something, he can make them feel completely opposite from the way they should. It's just, it's, it's so cool. I don't know. I I like it it too. Yeah. I I like it. I really like that scene. I also like the baseball scene as a whole, even though Edward, from Edward's point of view, it was so stupid because he was, (laughs) he was going too much into it. It was too much into it. But in the actual movie Twilight, that is everyone's in the movie, favorite 
yeah. see. In the movie, the it the was music, cool. Dun, 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 it's good. And then there are all, all the smirks and the yeah. looks and the competition yes. and them like playing with the bat. Mm-hmm. Since we've watched Twilight now, since it's been on Netflix, we've watched it many times I've already. Watched it I've so watched many it twice times. so many, so far. I think I've watched it four times. Yeah. <laughs> since it came out on Netflix, it's a sickness. I'm like, oh, so great. Like, even though we got the DVDs, who want to be sitting here changing the DVDs? I'm not trying to change discs. They all skipping and stuff. Um, in the movies, Robert Pattinson flips off Emmett. I'm telling. <laughs> he flips him off. Like, it's I love subtle, it. but it And happens. even when they, like, bump into each other mm-hmm. and they fall, and, like... It's a good scene. It's a good scene. It's a good Esme's scene. Esme's, like, all cuddled up with Bella. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a great... Yes. And, like, you get Rosalie all pissed off. Like, I love... And, yes. and Alice pitching, like, her leg goes all the way up. It's great. Flexible. So, it's good. Um, so, each episode will be awarding the honor of prom king or prom queen to an outstanding character. And this week, we obviously have to give it prom king mm-hmm. to Jasper Hale. So good. So like, deserving. come on. Who else were we going to give it to? Yep. Uh, not only is he a bad a killer vampire, but his power literally would have saved them all if it hadn't been for the wind. Yes. Um, he they would have gotten out of that without any problems. Exactly. Uh, his power is just too strong. Like, it's great. Um, he barely knows Bella, but takes it upon himself to shield her, as well as the other vulnerable members of their coven. So, you know, from danger. So, and I know, nice I know someone's about to say something about the fact that he is a Confederate soldier, or he was a Confederate soldier. Listen, I get it. That's Don't blame not Jasper. good. That's on, that's, that's on good. Stephanie. That's on Stephanie. That's on Stephanie. Why and would also, you make that decision? Out of all the wars, why would you make that decision? Why the Confederate? Why a Confederate soldier? And not only was he a Confederate soldier, he lied about his age so he could join sooner. He was like, "Yeah, I really got to get them out of here. We got to fight." He said, "I gotta make them. We gotta fight. I gotta make sure them slaves stay (laughs) slaves." He's like, "I can't wait till I'm 18." Stephanie. Stephanie, reevaluate, pivot. There's so many other battles you could have chosen. Carlisle fought, fought in battles for America's independence. Right. Garrett for America's it. independence. What is going on? You could have made him be a fucking high, uh, outlander. Yeah. You could have made him be a fucking All these Jamie. wars in the world, though. And you, you didn't chose, have to be American-based. Right. Any war. Right. You chose him to be a Confederate soldier, Stephanie. At least lie and say, like, oh, he got dragged into this because... Something. Don't make it seem like he... He chose. He really wanted to be a Confederate soldier. Slave! He, he said they want to be, what? Free? <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. I'm 16. Give me the award now. So, yes, we know all that. Stop trying to make... Stop trying to take joy away from us. Mm-hmm. Jasper is prom king this yeah. episode. Okay. Yeah. So, during this season, we usually been sharing a lot of vampire lore, but we are continuing to switch things up. This week's Hootin' and Hollerin' history lesson is on the Quillouette tribe. Yes. So, while Billy and Jake are only in Chapter 21 for a brief moment, we figured now would be as good a time as any to sort of dig a little deeper into the tribe's history and its rev- rev- relevance mm-hmm. to the Twilight Saga. Yeah. So, according to the Quillouettes, like their actual... Like they have an internet, like a site. Mm -hmm. According to their creation story, they were changed from wolves by a wandering transformer. I don't know what a transformer is, but it's on their website. That's like a 
something changed them from wolves to people. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's like how their tribe came to be. Um, their only known relatives, which was a different tribe. I don't really know how to pronounce it. Chimacum. Chimacum. That looks right. Right. So their, that tribe was their only relatives, and they were wiped out by a flood, leaving the Quileates surrounded by like unrelated tribes like the Macaw, mm-hmm. which, interestingly enough, is where Sam's fiance Emily, comes from. Okay. So Leah's cousin comes from that non-related tribe in the books. Okay. So the tribe currently has about 750 members, and it is located on the northwestern tip of Washington State, with most of its community living in La Push. Um, this origin story is where Stephanie pulled from to create her fictional Quillulet tribe and the wolf pack led by Sam and later Jacob. Uh, since Twilight, the once quiet community has sort of become a tourist attraction, um, which has forced the... Tri- it's been... There's like pros and cons, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, pros, they have a lot more, you know recognition and a lot more the tourism thing is like kind of 50 50 pro and con because they can get money from that but also they've had to take a lot of legal action to like preserve their oral history some of their like designs and their headdresses and stuff Mm -hmm. have been appropriated and even once i think um it might have been nbc or something or msnbc like came onto one of their cemeteries and was like filming oh my god and they're like what the fuck are you doing you know, like they didn't even, they asked like the authorities of Washington state, but didn't think to ask the tribe. Mm-hmm. So they've had to deal with a lot of that since the conception of Twilight. Um, so a lot of pros, a lot of cons, there's kind of a split in the community in terms of like, was this a good thing? Was this a bad thing? Um, so yeah, also, and I don't know if this has changed in recent years, mm-hmm. but the fucking millions and trillions and billions of dollars the twilight saga has made the tribe has literally never seen any of that money that's fucked up Mm, i guess stephanie got the claim like well it's fiction stephanie (laughs) answer for your crimes (laughs) running at least donate to like colonizer kids or something answer for your crimes colonizer answer for them um so that's our show for today wow on that note on that note thanks for hanging in there with us we're obviously so excited to keep talking midnight so we have mm-hmm. two more episodes two after more. this yes we're getting to the meat of it we're getting to some real crazy ass shit's about to go down mm-hmm. shout out to our, our producer my husband jeff as always yep. thanks jeff um if you're reading along with us we will be discussing chapters 24 through 26 of midnight sun next um yep. be sure to tune in with us on thirsty thursday for more hot takes and delicious cocktails um, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify Podcasts. Subscribe and rate us five stars. Five stars. Bye.